Hello everyone, I'm Alan Kirk. And I'm Richard Britton, and we welcome you to another episode of The Word at GV. And today's word, Richard, we're going to talk about the word husband. Oh my, there's a challenge there. Yeah, we're... we're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're going to have to talk about it. The subject had to come up sooner or later, the word. And uh, I'm, I'm going to give you a quote. Uh, there, there's, I'm not even going to define it uh, today with Oxford Dictionary, but we're going to make the assumption that today, hmm. even in today's culture, the word husband is male yes. um, or a man. <laughs> defined by their biological um, entities, but um, and and I'm sorry I, that that was so sarcastic. But anyway, um, John MacArthur states that the Christian husband displays what he thinks of Christ by the way he treats his wife. Oh, it's a display of his true feelings for Christ. Right. Okay. You know, a, a lot of times, <laughs> you know, we as men, we 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 can talk the talk, yes. and we know how to do eloquent speech. But when it comes to walking the walk, that seems to be a little bit more difficult yes. because we can get into situations uh, in our marriage where, in my opinion, it defines us as men. But to other men, it might be the point of separation that yeah. I'm through putting up with that old hag or I don't, Ooh. you know, I don't like, yeah, I'm sorry, but that's, <laughs> that's the way people talk or, right. you know, I, I'm not going to put up with that anymore. And, you know, and it's yeah. a selfish attitude. It's a different way of perceiving your wife. She's a, a treasure or a gift. Uh, yes. And it's a precious responsibility to have right. a wife. And so we're going to talk about that. You, you've got like three biblical passages that are like the cornerstone okay. of, of what a husband is. And then, you know, I, I really want to use, uh, because John MacArthur, uh, he hit a really true point about the way we treat our wives as husbands, you know, this first, um, this first uh, scripture you had down here was Ephesians 5.25. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, I'm going to let you read Ephesians it. 5, verse 25, husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her. All right, so what are the active words you hear there? I mean, what, what are the words that really stand out? Love would be primary. Okay. And, that, and that word is unconditional love, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, yes. All right. And then just as Christ, so he's saying as an example, he's using Christ as an example. Yes. And what did Christ do for his church? He literally laid his life down on the cross for us. Gave it all. Yeah. He gave it all for the church and mm -hmm. also loved the church. Otherwise, he wouldn't have given his life for it. Mm. And then it said, and gave himself up for mm. her. So mm. to me, that passage right there, what I'm hearing out of it is, is there's no selfishness. Mm -hmm. There's no envy. Mm. There's no uh, resentment. No or? resentment. 
he just willingly gave his life yeah. for the church. And that's what John MacArthur's talking about, and that's what Ephesians is talking about, yes. that we're supposed to, supposed to love our lives in that way. And I already hear the, yeah, but, well, yeah, but, well, I'm being abused, or I'm being, well, you know, what's, what's abused? You know, mm -hmm. I mean, there's mental, there's physical. Oh, yes. And I'm going to address that real quick, and then we're going to go on to the next okay. <laughs> scripture. But when we say abuse, and there is abuse, I, I, I have oh. no doubt in my mind that there's physical and mental abuse out there yes. uh, between husbands and wives. Yes. However, I hold the men accountable. Mm-hmm. Men are accountable for whatever abuse is out there in the relationship, whether it's physical mm -hmm. or mental. And the one thing that uh, I will say when you're in a relationship is that you have to always be able to give a piece of yourself to that other person, whether it's patience or, uh, you know, teaching or... Uh, loving unconditionally despite whatever their faults are, mm -hmm. um, you know, and be willing to go that extra mile, you know, and I'll tell you another key point in that too is, is that, and, and this doesn't, this is like in the Greek, it's really buried deep in the Greek, so you have to really look for it. <laughs> but in that Ephesians, to me, Christ, the way he treated the church is, is he gave confidence that he was the rock, right? The, yes. the stone foundation, security. And I think most women, even if they are self-reliant, even if they are self-confident, they want that security. They want to mm -hmm. know that you're going to be there for them. Mm -hmm. And a lot of men, I, you know, and I mean, I'm a man, so I think I can speak for other men, <laughs> but a lot of men, they, they, don't, they don't give their wives the security that they need. Um, and, and I don't mean just saying it from mouth out or, you know, they're gonna be on time or they, the security of knowing that you'll be there, even if their wives fall short or yeah. they sin, which they're going to. Right, right, they do. That you'll still be there. You'll be their rock. You'll be their foundation for them, right? Because they're yes. the weaker vessel. They need strength in that relationship, and it has to come from men. Well, that's true. The, the, um, the sense of security that they perceive, if they really know deep down that you love them, Yes. If they know that. Yeah. Uh, even though we're not perfect, we're most assuredly not perfect, but the love will um, help you when, when a problem comes up, there'll be a method of resolving it that just is sensible and logical right. and makes sense and not violence or not abuse or not yelling and all right. of that, but right. some method of conflict resolution. If you really love someone, you can figure out how to work things out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, and then you had uh, the second uh, scripture, which was First First Peter 3, 7. Uh -huh. You husbands, in the same way, live with your wives in an understanding way, as with someone weaker, since she is a woman, and show her honor as a fellow heir 
of the grace of life so that your prayers will not be hindered. Right, and we ba that's basically what we just talked about. Yes. The only thing that was added to that was, you know, so that your prayers will not be hindered because as husbands we need to pray for our wives because, you know, and, and I know in today's culture this is going to sound, you know, <laughs> I know the way it's going to sound to some people. But, um, you know, as men, we have not stepped up to the plate, you know, and we have not done our part uh, of, you know, I mean, there's this big thing in society going around, you know, uh, by Matt Walsh about what is a woman. Well, <laughs> what is a man? What is a man? Yeah, you that's know? a very good uh, point. Yeah. I mean, and, and <clears throat> to be honest with you, we've let go <clears throat> of the reins in society, in our culture as a whole. Yeah. Men have let go of the reins and turned it over to women. And um, women are just given no other choice except to emasculate men so that they can, they can feel, um, they're wanting to feel, remember I just said about, you know, yeah, they want to feel the security and mm. self-confidence that they're mm -hmm. not getting from men. Mm-hmm. And um, if, if there's a true relationship, a good working relationship between a man, a husband, and a wife, there's always going to be the men as leadership, men mm -hmm. willing to sacrifice themselves for their women, mm -hmm. and God will be the head of the household. Mm -hmm. He'll be the one leading. That'd be the ideal. Yeah. yeah. And then the woman, as we say, is the weaker vessel. And I think, if, you know, women can find their strength in their husbands and in God and Jesus, yes. you know, and that's, that's the perfect unity of a, of a relationship mm -hmm. uh, that's working well together and, and synchronized and, and, you know, doing what it's supposed to do. Yes. Uh, but that's, that's what First Peter, I think, is, is saying a lot about is being, you know, look at your wives in an understanding way. Um, yes. He wants us to be understanding, and uh, that would require listening. You'd have to sit down and take oh the my time goodness. to, to yeah. listen. Instead of my own will. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're, it's a joy to listen to, to your wife and, and just be considerate. Yeah. They, they, uh, they know when they're being listened to, and, uh, and oh, they know when, when you're being considerate. And, yeah. Um, Treat her with honor because she's a co-heir with Christ. You know, she's yeah. she's receiving the kingdom, same as uh, we are, equal heir of God's grace. Yeah. And then I think this last passage you had was good. It kind of well rounds out everything. Okay. Uh, Colossians three nineteen. You know, we're talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. uh, well, go ahead, read it. I'm sorry. Okay, husbands, love your wives and do not be embittered against them. Um, it could be that things happen in a marriage where mm -hmm. hard feelings develop. Mm -hmm. There may be resentment or something, and we don't want to allow that to happen in a marriage. We don't want to be embittered against them. They're, um, they're to be understood and mm -hmm. uh, considered their feelings and emotions and their actions, everything. But it's, 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 it's kind of like... Christ is patient with the church, right? And uh, right. we're to demonstrate that same type of uh, patience with mm -hmm. wives. 
Mm-hmm. And, and they have to be patient with us also because we're, <laughs> we're not that easy to live with. No, no. <laughs> and, and, and that's, that's a, a good point that I, I want to make. And, you know, if you're in a relationship now, and there's a lot of marriages, you know, in our, in our culture, a lot of marriages are failing, even in the church. Um, you know, and the church is not the answer. Okay, I'm just going to tell you, the church is not the answer. Your religion is not the answer. The answer is Jesus Christ being in the relationship. And so, you know, my my encouragement would be is men to men first, because Mm -hmm. this really doesn't have any, you know, the, the wife reaps the benefit from the man. Yes. But if if men are just in a bad place in their life, or they're you know they're they're not listening to this as far as the way Christ has set up marriages in the church, mm-hmm. then change, be yes. different, do differently. Yeah. But if you've if you've divorced and you think, well, I've been married two or three times, or you're thinking about getting married for the first time, mm. then you need to read these passages and mm. know that you're going to be willing to commit to this type of relationship. Yes. Otherwise, don't bother getting married because all you're doing is is you're you're ruining the relationship from the very beginning. Yes, it might be wise. As you, th- as you think of approaching marriage, instead of thinking, I'm going to get a wife, think about, I'm go- I need to become a husband. Yeah. See, that would be... Yeah, it's a, it's a pr- different perspective. I'm going to mm-hmm. make a commitment to this woman. And I know we say the words in the marriage yeah. uh, ceremony. But they need to ring true. And before you think about you know, well, she's going to be doing my laundry and doing oh. the, the cooking and I'll have consistent sex and, you know, <laughs> we'll have a family and children and she'll take care of the kids. Now, what does that sound like to you? That sounds like it's all about me. Yeah. And uh, she's just coming along. Right? <laughs> right. And from a woman's <laughs> standpoint, if you're looking at uh, a man that, oh, I can manipulate him or I'll be able to do with him oh. or I'll be able to change him. Mm. Uh, honey, no, that ain't going to happen. Our, our, <laughs> our personalities are pretty much set after we've gone past the college age into our 20s. Yes. And we're kind of settling into who we are as, as people. Yeah. And that's why instead of looking at a woman from a secular standpoint or a man from a secular standpoint, we need to look at ourselves from God's standpoint and are we a match? Is this mm. what we're want, wanting? Is this, it's not about changing somebody. It's mm. not about, you know, what they can do for you. It's about what God unites together and what we can do as a couple with yes. God's influence. A man with a, a woman as a, as a couple can bear fruit. Uh, Physically, there you go. Yep. Uh, vo- vocationally and ministerially, they can they can do things together in ministry. Right. But a couple and two are are stronger than one. Uh, when the difficulties of life come along, if you mm-hmm. have a partner to mm-hmm. share these things with and help each other, when you one pray th- together, pray. To, yes, you do life together. You do yeah. ministry together. You do, you know, you raise you want to raise godly children. Yes, so that that 
seed line continues and, and uh, you know, produce good fruit. Yes. Uh, that's what God has in, pl- in mind for us. He wants us to produce good, godly fruit yes. uh, through our children. So when you look at marriage, if you're out there just to do the things that we had just got through talking about, mm. um, then you've already failed. And you can plan on somewhere down the way you're going to have a divorce. And if yes. you have a divorce, men, you're looking at child support. You're looking at, you know, the rest of your life. Yes. You're going to suffer because of the children that you've left behind oh. and because of the wife you've left behind. Yes. And so my encouragement would be to think about that before you marry someone. Yes, And indeed. commit, you yes. know. I know really very few couples where the husband and the wife are both followers of Christ Mm -hmm. and they're praying together and they have this sense about them that our lives really belong to Christ and we should complement each other as we we serve together. That's kind of rare in the culture today. It is. We, We have a couple in the church that have been married for 60 years that are like that. Yes. Right? Yes, yes. And, you know, we're, you know, Debbie and I are heading in that direction. And, and, uh, you know, 47, well, by the time this airs, it'll be 47 years. Um, But, you know, that's that's not like a wild look at, I think, of eternity. Well, that's right. You know, 47 years in eternity is nothing. (laughs) Neither is 60. So, uh, but yeah, to be in a fallen world and and to be in an influential world that's constantly Mm -hmm. trying to break up family and and Christ in it. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. So um, any last words for us or? Well, it's a worthwhile objective to, to be a husband. And if you're a husband according to God's word, um, the marriage should be a joy. Yep. To absolutely. try it any other way, uh, the marriage could be likened to a prison. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So, okay. Well, hopefully, you know, we've, uh, Richard and I have encouraged you today and, and give you something to think about. Mm-hmm. And if you're struggling right now, go back and read these passages and let the Lord speak to you. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, if, if you're thinking about getting married and it may be your first marriage, uh, make sure you receive godly counsel and, and read the scripture uh, that it gives you guidance in what to expect. And, and uh, I think that's one of the biggest things is what to expect in a marriage before you actually make that commitment. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't go in partnership with a business. Mm-mm. You know, and make a commitment to a business if you didn't think that it would benefit you in the long run. That's and right. the marriage yeah. is the same way. You're not going to create a covenant with a husband or a wife if you don't think that it's going to benefit you in the long run. Yes. And the benefit is not what we can do for you. It's what God can do for us together as a couple. So anyway, something to think about. um, And just thank you for being with us today. We really thank you for joining us at each episode. And please stay in the word. And may God richly bless you.